Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. This is going to be not quite the final, but close to the final uh, show with uh, Anthony and Tiso. We will talk, discuss his book, The Great Congressional Deception of the American People. From 1777 to the present, we're in the last of the book right now. We're going to talk about the solutions, and uh, we'll do that in just a moment. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and I've got a little monologue that I'm going to share with you. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I want to start today out with your word from the Scriptures. In Isaiah, you told us, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And in Matthew, Jesus says, Jesus looked at them and he said, With a man, with man this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Father, may we be a people that lean on you for every single need in our lives. You have given us strength, talents, and abilities, and wisdom. You've given us freedom, salvation. Your love and your grace and your mercy are are unabound. They have no limits. And we praise you for the forgiveness that you have given us. We know we're not worthy of any of the gifts. But through your love, you have made them available. May we be a people who truly seek you and seek truth, which is you, and to be your witnesses, your messengers unto the world. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Where there is life, there is hope. Americans have been watching war as Russia invaded Ukraine and has been willing to take out civilians, women, and children, destroying and leveling cities. Ukraine is fighting back. Every able man from 18 to 60 must fight for the country. It is an impossible war as they fight the mammoth nation Russian, Russia and its evil dictator Putin. As all the news media have said, they cannot win. They are fighting an impossible war. So should they just surrender their country? Would we do that in America? We didn't. We too fought an impossible battle against the King of England, the King of Great Britain, King George III. Oh, it was ugly. But our founding fathers and their misfit ragtag soldiers pushed on. And they won. America has its own problems today. 
We have watched decade after decade, right? over a century, as our leaders march forward with their own ideas of democracy and not our constitutional republic. In fact, they seldom never ever speak of it. They say American democracy, a far different way of governing. How do we do, how do we bring this nation back around? We have lost our principles. Our legislature no longer working, no longer working for us. Oh, there may be a few that pretend they do. But if you truly want liberty, we must battle our way back to our original organic constitution, our constitutional republic. My fear is that Americans have bought into all the jabberwocky of the politicians. Many no longer lust or long for or even understand the word liberty, the words liberty, independence, or sovereignty. Here on CSE Talk Radio, I try, I try to educate, not just you, but me, encourage and activate. Like Ukrainians who cannot give up, yes, there is a way back home. Do you long for that? Do you want to go back in time when we... The people were the government. Governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That's from our Declaration of Independence. Give me liberty or give me death, was a quote from Patrick Henry, after witnessing a minister scourged to death by order of the king for not preaching from his pulpit the way the king wanted him to. And Alexander, you've heard this on my little commercial every day. There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. Our founding fathers did that. And I don't care what you think about the Ukrainians or the government of Russia and Ukraine. The people have risen up for liberty. Our Constitution was made only for our moral and religious people is wholly inadequate for to the government of any other. And that's John Adams. Your faith, true faith in God, cannot, must not be separated from the entirety of your life or your faith. If truth be not diffused, error will be. Daniel Webster. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary. A virtue of knowledge are diffused among the people. They will never be enslaved. This will be their great security. Samuel Adams wrote that to James Warren in 1779. America, we need to dream liberty, think liberty, dream for freedom. Let's bring America home to those divine principles that we once stood for. Today I have with me Anthony and Tiso again. We're going to discuss his book, The Great Congressional Deception of the American People from 1777 to the Present, unfortunately. <clears throat> Tony, how are you doing today? Well, good morning, Beth Ann. I'm doing fine, thank you. And uh, your, your monologue on the Constitution was just great. I don't know if people realize it or not, but our organic Constitution that the Founding Fathers uh, finished uh, and put out there. It's the only one. It's the only one in the whole world that is 
like it is. In other words, there's not any, any other nation in the world that has a constitution like ours. We're all by ourselves in that regard. Well, and I think that's why they call it a constitutional republic. Well, they used to. That's right. Our politicians today don't call it that. You know, I hear once in a while somebody say the word, but mostly they're talking about democracy, which is not what our founding fathers wanted. We have some democratic policies, but we're not a democracy, which is mob rule. But they're trying to move it that way, and they've been moving it that way for a long time, and that's why they speak that way. And I was impressed in 2016 when Trump won the presidency. And like you said, we he's done some things we didn't like, but... When he gave his inauguration speech, you know, the one the media called dark, <laughs> he said, we're going to yeah. restore our republic. Yes. yes. And In fact, if if you read, I'm sure you have, but if I don't know if every, uh, the listeners realize that in all of the documents, even the personal notes, um, the founding fathers never referred to the form of government that they wanted to establish as a democracy. It's not in there anywhere. Right. In that regard. Anyway, okay. And I think it's important, you know, I have I have tried to um, bring that up constantly here on CSE Talk Radio, the difference between a democracy, socialism, and, and uh, a constitutional republic. And I hope it's kicking in. I hope a lot of people understand we're not a democracy. It just drives me crazy when they keep saying that on the air. All these conservative hosts that just keep saying democracy, democracy. I don't know if it's on purpose. I guess it is. Or if it's out of ignorance because they don't understand the difference. I hear the music. When we come back, we do want to talk about solutions. And uh, this will... It'll take us a little time to get through this, and then we will have another show with questions. We'll just simply open up the line and do that on the complete show. Uh, that'll have to be happening in a couple of weeks. We haven't got that scheduled yet. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio with Beth Ann and Tony and Tisa, and we'll be right back. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity, and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America because lights on. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm going to confuse the the issue right now just because of my my uh, <laughs> my uh, pet peeve about using the word democracy. Now, I know you have this because you and I talked about this a few weeks ago. This is Rick Scott's um, 11 points to rescue America. And I agree with everything he says. But in his, um, I'm trying to find it here. I lost it earlier today, too. In his uh, points. That's Senator Scott? Yes, yes. And I know you had it. You, you downloaded or you looked at it and read it. But in yeah, his seventh one. This is what irritates me. I agree with everything he says. So but do in, I. But in the seventh one, he says, we will protect the integrity of American democracy and stop <laughs> left-wing efforts to rig elections. Now, well, is he just saying that out of ignorance? Um, or is he, have they all come to well, believe? Because even if we're a corporation, we're not a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. I believe um, I have to go back to education. When I went to law Absolutely. school, in ni- when I went to law school in 1966, they taught law and the Constitution. Today, they only teach how to uh, proceed in the court. They teach procedure and not basically law, and they rarely. And they do touch on the Constitution, but it's not the same. So I believe it's their education 
that has caused them to have a lack of understanding. And I think the best way to think about uh, the difference between a democracy and a republic is what I wrote in in the book, and that is this. It's a very simple sentence, or two sentences. The difference between a democracy and a republic is that a republic is a form of government with substance. It has structure to operate, whereas a democracy is an ideology. It's an idea, merely thought. It's not a form of government, and it's, it's there. it helps shape how a government is formed and conducted. That's why the liberals like democracy, because they can change the rules in midstream. They're shaping it. Well, I've always heard it as mob rule and read that because it's the majority rules. Uh, and I guess that's whether it's the majority in the legislature or the majority of the people. And that's one reason they want to move uh, districts and redo the electoral college and, and all kinds of crazy things. But let's get on to, yes. let's get on to the broad outline that you have okay. here about restoring or reestablishing yes. a constitutional in- republic. In the uh, last page pages of the book, I um, br- very broadly explain a process on how to take back our republic, constitutional republic form of government. We're not going to change D.C. Uh, no. <laughs> we saw how hard it was for. They're them. hopeless. So the only, <laughs> yeah, the only way we, the people, are going to have control as we the people is to do it locally. Think locally, act globally, I guess. <laughs> but here's how the process has to go. First of all, you have to get your sheriff to understand which constitution he took an oath of office to. And because back in 1871 in the book where we showed and proved that the United States became a corporation, they also changed the oath of office because you had to swear allegiance to that federal corporation. So the oath of office today is the wrong oath of office. It does not say the United States of America. It says United States. So your sheriff has to understand who he's swearing allegiance to. Now, if you can educate him and get him to understand that and get him to retake his oath of office, that's a good step. The problem is that it's the funding. In every case, how is he going to fund his department? But first of all, get your sheriff involved. That's number one. Number two... The people have to have a petition initiative referendum. You have to hold an election within the boundaries of your county. For example, the county I live in is Siskiyou County, California. We held that election. We missed, unfortunately, we missed getting it, making it law by two percentage points. You have, mm. We have to have 51% in order for it to become law. We only got 
1949. Uh, and so we're we're still working on it. So, but you you have to get your sheriff involved. You have to have an election by initiative petition referendum. Then, if you can establish that constitutional form of government, then you have your county, uh, we call them supervisors here. Do you call your county officials commissioners? Yes. Back there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. County commissioners. Well, you, or aldermen, we've got all, well, that's, that's city though. Yeah, commissioners. Commissioners? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have five supervisors. Oregon uses three commissioners. You have to reseat your commissioners and take the proper oath of office. Now, <laughs> that's easier said than done because I don't know about your counties or any place else, but here, um, they are tied to the state so tightly in funding and programs and grants that uh, just reseeding them and taking that oath, I don't know if that uh, it won't change anything because uh, you have to you have to change. They have the to know what they're taking an oath to. Yes. And, and speaking of the oaths and being correct, I did a quick look here real fast. Because I know that the, uh, the oath that, uh, they take to become a naturalized citizen. Uh-huh. And the oath of our military are almost exactly the same. Uh-huh. And I just looked up the oath of the naturalization, um, of, uh, those becoming, uh, U.S. citizens. And they do in their oath say, defend the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America. So in their oath, they really do have the right wording. That doesn't mean they're getting yeah. taught the right constitution, but they have the right wording. And I looked it up once before, and it's about—it's almost word for word the same because they go and defend and and uh, all that, just like the military. It's just, there's a little difference, but I didn't look that one up real quick. I may do that in the next break, but um, there's a difference and. Uh, but just saying the words is not enough. They have to know what they're taking that oath to. Exactly. The, the, it, it, yeah, and it's it, that's why they they uh, got rid of the pledge of allegiance in the schools. It was the same because it had the United States of America. It didn't have the United States and Republic, <laughs> and to the and Republic, Republic for which it stands. Correctly. So, um, okay. The, the next thing you need to do in this is you have to reestablish your economic base within your county. Um, and that goes along with trying to convince the supervisors. I don't know what your tax structures are like in other counties. Mm-hmm. Here in California, uh, we have so many taxes, fees, that uh, it's unreal. Um, I don't know how – I wish I could get out of this state – but uh, so how you do that? There's plenty of room in Missouri. <laughs> if you um, want to come this way, I'm ready. I, you know what? I'm yeah. I'm I'm willing. Um, I uh, used to operate uh, businesses in the Southwest, and I was in a. This goes a lot, goes back 50 years. Um, the the taxing system then in 
in the state of New Mexico that I was headquart I had my corporation headquartered in um, was called a gross revenue tax. Okay, what you do is you shift the burden, and it's only uh, it's not even inflationary. It is initially, but you have to get rid of the sales tax, car license, property tax, none of that. Personal income tax is a federal issue, but there are state taxes. But right. Your county, right. So go ahead, real quick. Ahead. We're just we're heading into a break. Okay. Um, so we have to, you have to change your tax structure. We'll cover that a little bit when. Okay, we that'll come be great. From, we're listening. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We are discussing Anthony Antiso's book, The Great Congressional Deception of the American People from 1777 to the Present. You can find that at Zephyr Books and Coffee. Uh, just give them a call. 530-598-2584. is the book, The Great Congressional Deception of the American People. And we'll be right back. Listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk here now. We're going to talk about the tax base. But Tony, I want to go back to this oath of office for just a moment. If you'll, if you'll bear okay. with me, folks. I know I'm kind of stuck sure. there. But the military does not say of America that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. It goes on that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States. The naturalized citizen says this, that I will support and defend the Constitution and laws of the United States of America. It goes on that I will bear arms on behalf of the United States when required by law, armed forces, and I will serve no... It goes on, the armed forces of the United States. So it drops America when it's talking about them fighting for this country. But the oath that they swear to early on is to the Constitution of the Laws of the United States of America. And maybe I'm That's correct. but okay. I thought okay. it was kind of, I thought it was kind of telling that when it was for defense, it's the United States, but when it was the Constitution, they actually did say United States of America. That's correct. In order to be a, a proper citizen, they have to take the oath to the United States of America, but the word, the words in that oath that the not, that the, the new citizens take, the words United States refers to the group of states we have, not to the corporation. That's why it sounds confusing. They're 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 uh, pledging allegiance to America and pledging allegiance to support the individual states, not the corporate United States. Okay. 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 All right. But anyway, and I'm glad you, we backed up just for a quick second. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm sorry. <laughs> not, you know, I, I'm kind of bad about that. My husband said I have a bad habit of doing that. <laughs> but, to, uh, but we well, do want to okay. go. 
Pat, we want to do, we do want to continue, and I'm going to let you do that on the taxes. Well, the well I, I wanted to just back up for a second, too. Okay. Just real quick. Well, we're two of a kind, aren't we? <laughs> yes. So tell them you're not the only one. No. <laughs> okay. Um, the basis, someone says, okay, you have this plan to take back the country, but what is the legal basis? The legal basis is the uh, Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights to begin with. And then in the Constitution, it specifically grants authority to the people. And here's how it does that. In Amendment Number 9, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. So we can retain other rights under the Ninth Amendment. And that ties in with the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. Then Amendment Number 10 says the powers, powers not delegated to the United States this is referring to the all of the states, not the corporate, by the Constitution, nor prohibited by, by it to the states, are reserved to the states or to the people. So we have the legal basis to change any government we want, whether it be federal, state, or local. Okay. Okay. So the process to do that, basically, the basic basis to do that locally is to get a group of people together. I don't know what your process is in each state, but in California and Oregon, <clears throat> here on the West Coast, you're allowed to, uh, a group of people to file a notice of intent with their county clerk. And then you draft a petition, and the wording has to be specific to your state election laws. So you find out how you word the petition that says something to the effect of this notice of intent in the citizens of this county, the state we're in, hereby petition to establish an ordinance, make it a law. For a constitutional republic form of government within the legal recorded boundaries of whatever county you're in. Okay. So once you, if you can get that done by the people, if you can get that framework established, then the process you go through, we started to talk about, and one of those is that you get the sheriff involved. You reseat the supervisors or the proper or commissioners, the proper oath of office, and you change your your economic base. You set up a whole new system. Uh, this other I uh, alleged to that I was talking before is called the gross revenue tax. What it did was um, the uh, I had movie theaters, a chain of movie theaters in the southwest, and the. Um, the old, I had a one sheet of paper, and all I had to do was pay, uh, I think it was 5% at the time. And uh, I paid 5% of my first dollar I took in. That's it. And then there were no sales tax. There was no car license. 
very, I think, like 10 bucks for a car. The property taxes were practically nothing. And <clears throat> that put more money in the pocket of the people. Oh, yeah. Well, they did away with that system after I sold my businesses and left there. I don't <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, so you, you, you got to talk about the, the economics, and then you're going to have to uh, establish a local bank, a two-tiered bank. Uh, what's that lady governor? Is it South Dakota? The governor of South Dakota is that that lady? Uh, yeah, that's female. Okay, they have a two-tiered bank. No, I'm Christy Nome. Yes. Yeah. Well, they only they have a two tiered bank. None of the money that's generated from all that oil never leaves the state. They they are part of the re, they are part of the Federal Reserve system, but the money stays there. They have figured out how to boost their economy by doing that. And it was several years ago, I believe it was North Dakota that it had its North own Dakota. bank, and they were they were not in debt. <laughs> They had no problems in that state. And I think it might have been, maybe South Dakota has it too. And it's been a long time ago uh, since I got some information on that. But I think that was it. I want to back up on taxes. Let me do this one more time. Because okay. I want I want to play the devil's advocate just a little bit. Oh, so no, if we, please do. <laughs> if, if, we, if we remove all these, these, these taxes and licenses. Now, I have kind of a little... You know, with the car license, I do believe you should know what you're doing when you're out there driving a car. <laughs> we have a lot of people out there that don't, even that have licenses. So well, I mean, I meant the fee for the plate on the car. Okay, the plates. All right. And then the taxes. Some of the taxes that we have, and of course, they the property tax is supposed to go to the schools and blah 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 blah. At least in Missouri. And but what about what about our infrastructures in the uh, states, from state okay, to state? I know everything's different, but and I know we have federal money for the the interstate highways and that kind of thing. But your state roads. Well, you, that would stay the same. Whatever interstate highways are going through your county, then that stays just like it is. You have nothing to do with that. Okay. But the rest of your, the rest of your infrastructure locally, okay, that comes we're, out of whatever. We're talking we're county, and I was thinking state, and we're talking yeah. county, so there is a big That's difference. Right. We're there. talking okay. county. Yeah. Okay. okay. I just, I'll use, I'll give you some, um, hypothetical numbers. Let's say, um, uh, you have a county budget of $150 million. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And, Let's say that your GDP, your gross domestic product, the production of goods and services in your county, uh, well, our county is over a billion dollars. So if you took 5% of gross revenue tax on the GDP, you would have more money than what is budgeted now for the okay. county. We're headed into okay. a break, so I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have to back, we're gonna have to continue that when we come right. back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Anthony and Tiso. And we'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door. It's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I've finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 
888-627-6168. And use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Now, the solution that we're talking about with Anthony, Anthony and Tiso, and the book is, I hope you've got it, The Great Congressional Deception of the American People from 1777 to the Present. You go to Zephyr, you, you call Zephyr Books and Coffee. And the phone number is 530-598-2588. The book for the, the price for the book is 1999. Now, we were discussing that it's county. I keep getting confused and doing state, but it is county. All things, and I have preached this so long and I'm afraid I, I preach better than I do sometimes. Local <laughs> is more important than anything. And we, if we ha- can't see that, it's been clearer to see, let me put it that way. During the pandemic and since then, how the schools were behaving, how they were treating our children, how states were behaving and uh, restricting people in the state, and some of the counties went along with them. So we had school board members, which are county, or they're they're in the local area, city, wherever the, the school is, district. Now that are calling parents terrorists if they disagree with them. So we are in a mess in this country and what we're discussing is it's got to start locally. You got to start rebuilding it from the bottom up, not from the top down. So. Exactly. We'll let you continue with that. The two-tiered bank mm-hmm. system we were talking about. Well, yeah, that, that two-tiered bank is a, a system where the money that gets generated through goods and services uh, goes into the bank and gets right back out into the community instead of uh, being part of the Federal Reserve System. So, but so that without the, that's a complicated discussion on how you set that up. But the, that would be for <laughs> another show altogether. <laughs> well, you know, and I, you know, we think about uh, buying American. Well, buy your own in your own county, but so many businesses, Tony, have been lost in these counties. Uh, well, you know, I live okay. in the county seat here, Montauk County, uh, uh-huh. in Missouri, and it's the county seat that used to have be surrounded by shops and all kinds of things you could go and and get. And they're closed. You know, there's That's nothing right. there anymore. I'm mean, we've got an eye doctor there, and I think there might be a couple other things, but for the majority of them, they're closed. The, it's just yeah. the the small towns are decaying because of the policies well, in D.C. Because we were designed by our founding fathers to be governed locally. Right. But okay, I think I, what I'd like to do is just go through all eight points real quick, and then we can discuss. Um, but we're in the, the final segment, so we're not going to make it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Number one, you get your sheriff involved. Number two, you hold the, the key, hold the election and get the, get the ordinance passed. Get the people to read. Mm-hmm. And once you pass the ordinance and it is law, you have to reseat your supervisors. 
You change your economic base. You establish a different tax system. You establish a two-tiered bank backed by gold and silver or a credit union. And then you establish a new set of courts within your county. You, because the, the Constitution says in Article 3, Section 2, judicial power shall extend to all cases in law and equity arising under this Constitution. What that means is a court of law judges legal matters. A court of equity also handles legal matters, but it is conducted in a way that a solution is tried to arrive at where both parties uh, come out as close as possible to being satisfied. That's okay. a court of equity. Okay. Um, okay. And then, la- and then last but not least, the sheriff, and this is a part that a lot of people may not like, the sheriff has to form a citizen's auxiliary or posse or a citizen's militia, a purely volunteer organization with limited authority to protect the businesses and the citizens, the new bank system, the new court system, from any federal corporation, agency, commission, or the IRS from interfering with your new constitutional republic form of government. (laughs) You know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know this young man that he he was just let off. They say he and the other guy are going to own, I can't remember his name now, CNN. But uh, he went out there to protect property, and he got attacked, and he shot back, and then he was the bad guy. So, yeah, we're not yeah. saying go out there with guns and all this and that. But you no. Can, no, no. we're saying that the sheriff has the... Authority ultimate, to keep the feds the out. <laughs> he has yeah. the authority to keep the feds out. He just might need a little help doing it. Okay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, as in any plan, real life conditions, political, environmental, and geographical conditions and circumstances will influence how you work out the details of those eight different principles. Um, I'd like to, real quick, um, the the reason that you need a different bank. Um, I used to sit on a board for over 10 years. I sat on the board of directors of our local credit union. And there was a gentleman that uh, well-educated, had many doctorates in, uh, in finance. And he was a former member of the federal reserve system. And he quit that system because he saw how corrupt it was Mm -hmm. and he was helping credit unions to establish themselves outside of the banking system when i was on the board we were constantly bombarded by the congress trying to trying to shut us down well and and we're going to run out of time but we know now that they've got the banks spying on you and telling what you've got and how what the transactions have been, especially if it's over a certain amount. Now it's like down to six hundred dollars or something. They're they're right. watching you very carefully, 
and they have to obey the feds because they're a federal bank or they're connected to the federal bank. Exactly. And, and so they have, yes. you know, they'll, they'll even tell on you if you're buying guns and that kind of thing. You can't get a loan if you're, if that's what your business is. And it's, it's out of hand and we got to bring it back. No. Yes. <laughs> no. So I, I, I hope that we've, uh, uh, help some people understand how we got to where we're at. Because how do we defeat them? We can't defeat them unless we know how they became, the, they being the uh, progressive liberals. How they the performed continent. an insurrection. Yes. <laughs> the they, insurrection they, they of the or, yes. organic constitution of the United States was done by Congress. And our founding fathers warned us that the legislature was the most to be watched and feared. We're out of time, Tony. I want to let the listeners know we will schedule one more show, and we're going to open up the phone lines just for questions. I hope you have your book. Go to 530-598-2584. Get yours for nineteen ninety nine. The Great Congressional Deception of the American People. It's time, folks, that we turn the table the other direction and bring America home. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. They will attack you. They will slander you. They will seek to destroy your career and your family. They will seek to destroy everything about you, including your reputation. They will lie lie, lie, and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. They're criminals. I'm going to open up our libel laws so when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, we can sue them and win lots of money. We're going to open up those libel laws. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.